Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast that delivers cutting-edge food as medicine solutions for optimal health. Allie Miller is a nutrition expert sought up by the media and America's top medical institutes for her revolutionary functional medicine interventions. From disease treatment to prevention, every episode will empower you with ways to put yourself back in control of your health. Please note, the topics discussed are for educational purposes only. Now welcome, Integrative Dietitians Allie Miller and her co-host Becky Yu. Welcome to episode 144 of the Naturally Nourished Podcast. Today we'll be talking all things collagen, which is something we recommend and talk about on the podcast literally all the time. Um, and we both use both clinically and personally, probably on a daily basis to support gut integrity, hair, skin, and nails, joints, and beyond. But we really wanted to dig in a little bit deeper about why we're telling you guys to put collagen in your coffee, in your smoothie, your muffins, et cetera. All of the places. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. I think Becky and I often do this where we make these kind of macroscopic assumptions like, oh, well, we've mentioned that collagen plays a role with connective tissue. So just, you know, connect the dots that that's going to help gut integrity and this and that. And, um, I love how the naturally nourished podcast audience is growing and subscribing and sharing and disseminating the information that we share with you. But I don't think that we have shared with you some of the science behind what collagen does. So I love that you guys use me as a trusted resource and that, you know, you'll take my recommendations for what they are and the mechanism of action. But today we want to dig just a little bit deeper because I think there's some really cool studies being done and actually an awesome, very thorough email made it into my inbox through Fullscript, which is a company that uh, is an e-dispensary. And we use this company in our clinic for any supplements that are outside of the Naturally Nourished line. So when you go to AllieMillerRD.com, if you're looking to learn about where to start with supplements, I just want to do a caveat here because <laughs> I get so many questions about this on a daily basis. So the best place to start for those of you that are coming in new or have been listening for a long time, but maybe haven't purchased anything yet on AllieMillerRD.com or are confused about, you know, we might discuss in one episode four or five different supplement recommendations and you don't know what's best for you, go to the furthest right navigation on my website. And there's actually a button called get started. <laughs> this is where you want to start. And uh, under there, you'll kind of see a little welcome from me and a couple quizzes of different areas that you can enter into as far as metabolic reset, inner balance, which talks about like elements of anti-anxiety, mood stability, hormone balance within the body. Uh, what's the one before upgrade you, Becky? Um, one's about like cooling down inflammation mm, and then four. gut yeah. rehab, right? <laughs> yep. Gut rehab is another one. And then um, the last one is just wellness upgrade. So that's really great because each of those pages is going to list top supplements and explanation of why they fit to address that that family of need. And then there's also going to be top podcasts, blog articles uh, to really address a, a getting started place for you. Uh, and as well as bundles, uh, which are the best way to start with our supplements. I, I always recommend get started with a 
bundle, like the anti-inflammatory bundle, if you're dealing with an inflammatory condition or the mama to be bundle, if you want to know the best supplements for getting pregnant, um, or for the start of your, uh, or, or support throughout your pregnancy, or if you want to know what is going to be the best for keto, there's the, you know, keto jumpstart pack as well. So bundles are a great way to enter in. You're going to get all the supplements that are potent, pure, and have an impact on functional outcomes that I've been using in clinic for over a decade, and you're going to get bundles at 18% off. So that's pretty cool. But anything besides that, there's another tab under our labs and consults called nutritional supplements. And that's where I have links to other third-party access for anything beyond the naturally nourished line. And you can uh, open up an account with full script or open up as a, as a client with full script and then be able to order um, through the various vendors that are on there. I think they have thousands of vendors at this time. And I think that they vet product really well. So that's an opportunity for you as well to kind of shop in a safer environment than Amazon or something that doesn't have temperature control. And we never really recommend buying any form of nutraceutical or supplement product from Amazon. So it's a good third party. But start with Allie Miller RD first, always. Because we have all of the best of the best. We sure do. Um, and are, you know, slowly adding things that we really believe in and that we use in our personal lives. So we've got probably by the time this airs, two new supplements coming out. Yes. And bio uh, avail or, or what is it? Bio C boost. Oh, boogers. I always love to use the word boost in things. Did you use boost, Allie? <laughs> didn't. Okay, good. No, it's, good. it's bio C plus okay. is what it is. And bio C plus should be out by the time this airs. And I'm super stoked about this formula. And if we're connecting the dots of collagen, actually getting on topic, yep. <laughs> vitamin C is vital in the synthesis and formation of collagen in the body. So whenever we're talking like post-op, you know, if you're looking for best recovery after a surgery or procedure, you want tissue recovery and repair, vitamin C not only supports the immune system, but the synthesis of collagen. Good job bringing us back on topic for sure. Awesome. So, I, do, I do what yeah. I can. I do what I can. And unique to the BioC Plus, just a shout out and then we'll move on, uh, is that it is going to be a blend of vitamin C. Uh, in each capsule, you're getting 600 milligrams, which is a pretty heavy hit. So I generally recommend one to two grams a day. So two to three capsules is a really appropriate starting point. Uh, the unique element of this formula is that it has active citrus bioflavonoids. So it really is a food as medicine formula. And some of those plant-based antioxidants are also uh, quantized in the formula. So there's routine and quercetin each at 50 uh, milligrams per. So those help with anti-inflammatory support as well as antioxidant stability of the vitamin C and giving us that bioflavonoid from the citrus is super unique and something that will be difficult to find elsewhere. Awesome. So I will link to that new supplement as well as where you can find the Get Started tab on our website, as well as the blog that Fullscript put out about collagen. Um, but let's- yes, and that's where all the nerdy yes. links will yep. be, but, but we're going to get to them because we also have a fun guest today. So we've, we have so much to cover. <laughs> um, so let's jump in, Allie, and first of all, explain what exactly collagen is. Because like you said, I think a lot of people are doing it because it's, you know, popular or buzzworthy, or we told them to do it. And that's a great reason to do something, but we wouldn't steer you wrong, but it's great to understand, you know, the why as a consumer so that you can look for the benefits in your body and know if something is working for you. Um, so what is collagen? Why are we using it? 
So collagen is essentially the glue that (laughs) holds our structural tissue together, okay? 25 to 30% of the proteins in the body, uh, primarily the structural protein, are found in our extracellular matrix and connective tissues. So this is like our bones, muscles, tendons, ligaments, cartilage, skin, intestinal lining, even our blood vessels, the dentin of our teeth and our corneas of our eyes. And so collagen really provides structural integrity to the body. Um, And as this sticky elastic glue, if you will, it supports the biological cell function. It protects cell membrane function and the tissues and organ development. It aids in, as I said, tissue recovery and healing process of bones and blood vessels, which I think is really not talked about enough, the cardiovascular benefits of collagen, which we'll hit on a little bit today. And it plays a big role, of course, in the formation of our extracellular matrix. So it's these three polypeptide chains, that's the the composition of collagen, and these are composed of over a thousand amino acids, primarily glycine, proline, and hydroxyproline. And these are three nutrients or types of amino acids that are generally deficient in the standard American diet. Yes, because we're not consuming, you know, things like tendons and ligaments and kind of those tougher cuts of meat or hide and and things of that nature. Um, And I think it's really important to note that our collagen, this is one of the big reasons we want to talk about it today. Collagen production naturally begins to slow down starting at age 35, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's, of course, environmental factors like uh, high toxicity, uh, oxidative stress and damage, which would be like over-exercising or smoking, and, and those will accelerate the aging process bar none, but also the depletion of collagen. And we think of, yes, collagen as far as how it was brought into my horizon was as like right? Fillers like in, in, in the anti-aging industry. But today's episode is going to really empower you with how many functional elements to support your body's whole health collagen will serve. Sure. And how it can help with aging gracefully from the inside out, literally. Yes. Okay. So one thing I've started to hear more and more, and I think this can be really confusing for the consumer is all of the different types of collagen that are out there and being listed on products now. So what does this mean? Does the type of collagen matter? Is one more important or better than the other? So there are apparently 28 types of collagen out there right now that have been identified, but there's five that are generally noted. Uh, The most dominant, 90% of the collagen in the body is coming from type 1 collagen. And this is what's found in the skin, the bones, the tendons, the ligaments, the teeth, and the vasculature system. So this is what you're generally going to see when we're consuming collagen peptide formulas uh, because most are going to be hide-derived like from scales of fish or from bovine hide or the skin of uh, a cow or beef, if you will. There is type 2 collagen that's found more in the cartilage and the vertebral discs. Now, I've seen some formulations where they do uh, pull this uh, type of cartilage collagen as well, but the bioavailability and absorption is a little bit more controversial. And then type 3 collagen is found also in the skin, muscles, blood vessels, uh, and fibers within the body. And these are also going to be found in most peptide formulas. 
And then uh, type four and type five are going to be, again, different different areas of the body. But really, in order of operation, 90% is type one. And then that's followed by type two and type three and so forth, less being less influential in the body. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so that's why you might be seeing different types listed on your vital proteins or other um, collagen supplements. Now, let's talk a little bit about factors that impact our collagen levels in the body. So we said age was a big one, just seeing that um, degradation starting age 35. We're kind of not turning over as fast as what I understand. Yes, unfortunately, right? We see muscle decline and all of the things. We're just breaking down. Yeah. We're no longer repairing. We're no longer building yeah. anything. Yeah. Breaking down faster so, yeah, than I mean, we can build back up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I mean, I, I think we kind of hit, it, it's essentially going to be excessive stress, oxidative stress, like I said, smoking, sun damage. Uh, one I didn't note was sugar, excessive sugar intake will deplete collagen by driving inflammatory processes. There's, of course, particular autoimmune conditions, especially when we're talking about uh, structural related autoimmune conditions like rheumatoid or psoriatic arthritis. Those will have significant impact on collagen, as will even inflammatory bowel disease because that collagen does play an integral role in gut lining. And then uh, the other thing to note would be just nutrient deficiencies across the board, primarily deficiencies of amino acids and vitamin C. Okay. And then let's get into a little bit on, and we'll talk in a second about other nutrients that are related and can help with collagen production beyond that vitamin C, but let's get into some of the nerdy benefits of collagen. Um, so maybe starting with hair, skin, and nails. Sure. So, you know, skin is the largest organ of the body and primarily composed of collagen, elastin, and hyaluronic acid. So these are what are going to maintain the structure and hydration or turgidity, tautness, if you will, in the skin, which we all know also declines <laughs> with age. As as Becky loves to bring me those under eye, what are those called? <laughs> under eye gels, I guess. Um, we're, they're, we're big fans. supposed to help the elasticity, right? Or something. Thing. <laughs> make you look less um, sleep deprived. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so we ha there have been actually several studies that have noted improvements in symptoms of skin aging following collagen supplementation, as well as improvements in elasticity, uh, less wrinkling, and um, a superior impact on dermal collagen density. There was actually a double-blind placebo-controlled study that found the administration of 2.5 grams daily of bioactive collagen peptides reduced eye wrinkle volume. Um, and in this link that we'll share, many studies have shown with a, a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled study the effects of collagen on skin health. So I think that's kind of one of the bar none, and that's usually kind of like the gateway entry. I know me personally, I started using collagen uh, throughout my pregnancy to try to prevent uh, cellulite and try to prevent um, stretch marks. And there's also been studies on cellulite, and I, I believe that it was a, a benefit. I mean, I don't have any cellulite. I mean, I'm sure I have some, but I don't have noticeable <laughs> cellulite. And I did gain a solid 45, more, more than I planned, <laughs> pounds during my pregnancy. Um, and there's been studies of a similar dosage, about 2.5 grams of uh, bioavailable 
collagen peptides that are able to make significant impact on cellulite, skin waviness, uh, dermal density. So this is one that I also recommend significantly in the weight loss process, right? You want to actually like increase your collagen from maybe two scoops to four scoops a day for the period of time during weight loss. So your, your skin maintains that elasticity and that rebound and you don't get excessive, um, skin through the weight loss process, whether it's postpartum weight loss, um, or, you know, just weight loss through keto or other form of just diet control. Uh, and also through that process, I think it's important to note that hair beyond skin, right? Hair and nails are influenced by the weight loss process and collagen itself. So we've seen collagen contributing favorably to brittle nail syndrome. We've seen collagen contributing favorably to uh, hair regrowth. And that's where I really attribute a lot of the baby hairs that I wear with pride <laughs> postpartum, but I'm happy that my hair grew back, you know, with a vengeance. And, um, you know, as we know, that constant output of nutrition with the breastfeeding process and that rapid weight loss can often drive hair loss and thyroid distress for the body. Yes. And I definitely noticed since incorporating collagen on a regular basis, my nails are way, way stronger, not brittle, breaking. And I think my hair grows a lot faster too. Totally. Totally. Um, what about bone and joint health as another area of, of, um, benefit with collagen? Sure. So bone and joint, again, there's been a lot of placebo-controlled studies uh, that have looked at a little bit of a higher dosage to have an impact on bone and joint. So I was talking about 2.5 grams for cellulite and skin. We're looking at more like 5 to 10 grams in the amounts that have been studied for osteoarthritis or joint pain, inflammation, as well as uh, just playing a role with density and bone density. Um, but there have been placebo-controlled studies that have shown over a 12-month period of time improved bone mineral density as a result of increased formation and reduced degradation of bones. That's like a mic drop right there. That's a very significant impact. So the big things that I would recommend is if you know that you have a family history of osteoporosis or you ha have had a diagnosis of osteopenia or osteoporosis, osteoporosis and you've had a declining Z-score or bone density test, I would highly suggest doing two to four scoops of collagen a day, as well as our osteofactors, which we talked about in our bone episode. We should link that in today's yeah, episode, Becky, because yeah. I think it's pretty relevant, um, which has that MCHC, microcrystalline hydroxycalapatite <laughs> formation of calcium delivery. And those two in synergy, especially if you layer in the bio C plus, would be an awesome way to reduce oxidative stress and support actually improved scores within the aging process. And also have you feeling better. Um, there was actually a randomized double-blind placebo study that looked at 250 subjects with primary knee osteoarthritis, and they examined the effects of 10 grams of collagen over a six-month period of time. And they found improvements in joint comfort as well as enhanced mobility and uh, least joint deterioration. Uh, so pretty phenomenal outcomes that we see across the board with, with structural health, mobility, and, and increasing uh, the exercise output, more turgidity and flexion within the joints. Uh, pretty, pretty awesome stuff. Yes. And like you said, this could even be extended to rheumatoid arthritis for sure. And the just general joint pain and, and exercise rebound, I think is a big area of focus too. 
Yeah. And an element also with exercise rebound that I found remarkable that I actually didn't know uh, as we were preparing for this episode is that collagen itself has antioxidant properties. You know, like I knew it was anti-inflammatory. I knew it was structural and played a big role in connective tissue support, but I didn't know that collagen hydrosylate or uh, these peptides play a role in supporting antioxidant capacity and enzyme pathways. So superoxide dismutase, which is an enzyme pathway that plays a role with detoxification. And many people have a SNP. Uh, a lot of people I work with that deal with like histamine intolerance or um, inflammatory impact in their body uh, often have some form of uh, impact on either that superoxide dismutase or glutathione peroxidase, which is another enzyme pathway that may be contributing to your thyroid unfavorably. Interestingly enough, you know, TPO or thyroid peroxidase is an inflammatory marker of the thyroid that we associate with Hashimoto's disease. So the use of collagen in supporting that glutathione peroxidase and then layering our cellular antiox formula, which has the S-acetylglutathione and the NAC, those are two great ways to bring down your thyroid peroxidase or the TPO and reduce the Hashimoto's activity of the thyroid. So there's antioxidant and uh, anti-inflammatory, as well as weight loss support and autoimmune support that we can get from collagen as well. Yeah. I totally didn't know that antioxidant piece either. That's so, so cool. And all the more reason to use it. Yeah. And I used to, I need to, I need to call myself out because uh, I used to, for some reason, and I don't know where it entered my brain space, but I had concern of collagen interfering with uh, binding capacity, mm-hmm. like thyroxine binding globulin, uh, and also um, interfering potentially with like uh, sexual hormone binding globulin. And so I used to advise about rotating collagen with grass-fed whey, which I still do. And we'll talk about a different why in a little bit. But I used to recommend uh, with hypothyroid, maybe not using, but I haven't seen that clinically relevant. Um, I haven't seen any interference. And in fact, now looking at it and this connection with TPO, when I look back on some clinical uh, cases, I do see TPO going down and also the increased hair regrowth with the people that are using a, a, a quality collagen product. So I no longer would say that that would be something to watch out for with hypothyroid. Sure. And even linking it to those autoimmune conditions and thinking about gut integrity and all of that connection, um, I think it's safe to recommend with um, Hashimoto's for sure. Yeah. Let's dig into the gut. Okay. Uh, yes. so That's a big one. <laughs> we've, yes. So collagen can play a role with also like ulcers. So there were studies that were done for pressure ulcers, which are like bed sores, right? If you're talking about elderly population, you guys, this is one of the best things that you can do for a parent if they're in a nursing home or are just aging. Just get them two scoops of collagen a day into their regimen, You know, figure out how you can deliver it. And we'll talk about some of our favorite ways, but it can be easily delivered in water, especially if you're using an awesome company like Further Food, which has literally no taste and odor. It can be mixed in water and taken with, uh, you know, a meal, or it can be turned into a smoothie or incorporated into a dish. 
But this is one of the best things we can do for aging parents when we want to prevent ulcerations, support immune, and support structural health. So we're also talking about not only ulcers from like wounds and bed sores, but ulcers in the gastric tissue like gastritis, as well as heartburn and esophagitis or like Barrett's esophagitis. Collagen can help to repair the tissue that lines our esophagus, the tissue that plays a role in our gastric pouch, as well as our intestinal health. So we've seen that consistent use of collagen and gelatin play a significant role in leaky gut because they help to repair the intestinal wall. And that in turn is going to reduce the amount of food particles and chemicals that cross that, that gut blood barrier. Yes. And if you're not convinced already, there are also some great benefits for cardiometabolic health, such as type two diabetes and then hypertension, which you mentioned the connection with the vascular system. Yes. I mean, essentially we talked in, uh, was that last episode or the episode before about hypertension and imagining our vessels like garden hoses, right? So we want to do whatever reduces the oxidative stress, like a winterized hose, which is going to crack and then need that plaque formation to repair. So anything that's going to support the vascular elasticity, which is what collagen provides, as well as reduce oxidative damage with the antioxidants it provides, going to have favorable outcomes. And so tons of research studies, that was also the other kind of surprising part to me, was that we've seen in studies impact on actually cardiovascular risk factors. Uh, We've seen enhanced insulin sensitivity with the use of collagen. We've seen reductions in inflammatory prostaglandins. Uh, We've seen enhanced adiponectin, which is a marker of our metabolism and that healthy uh, darker fat, which is more metabolically active, as well as things like uh, reduction in C-reactive protein, which is their overall inflammatory markers in the body. Oh yeah, totally huge. And yeah, I hadn't heard a lot about that either. So super, super cool. Um, Before we go any further into some of the other nutrients and how we can increase collagen in the body, let's have a quick word from our sponsor for this episode, Further Food. Yes. So Further Food provides the highest quality food as medicine supplements. Their collagen is grass-fed, pasture-raised, and wild-caught, non-GMO, hormone-free, and antibiotic-free. And we don't have to tell you too much because in today's episode, we are bringing on Ashley of Further Food. She does a lot of their brand management and got into their company early on when they were just an educational platform and has really played a big role of spearheading their education and their community as well as connecting with their network of functional medicine doctors, nutritionists, and other health heroes who share their expertise in product formulations as well as efficacy and outcomes. Yes, and we talk about their product and we've talked about Ashley and name dropped her in many episodes. We're like, what? who better to have on to speak to the benefits and the story of their amazing women-owned and operated company. Uh, But one thing I'm really loving right now with Further Foods as the weather gets much, much hotter in Houston um, is replacing my pretty much daily habit of a mug of hot bone broth, which does not sound appealing in super hot 90 plus degree temperatures um, with (laughs) doing gelatin gummies. So doing gummies, especially with um, 
coconut water and lemon or lime juice for the vitamin C benefits. A really good way to pay our collagen with vitamin C um, would be our adrenal rehab gummies, I think they're called. Um, I'll link to those in our show notes, but really good way to incorporate gelatin on a daily basis, still get all those awesome gut supporting benefits and not have to drink hot meat juice on a hot summer day. <laughs> yes. And we will talk with Ashley later in today's episode about their nootropics in their line, uh, an anti-inflammatory blend, the turmeric tonic, as well as the mindful matcha and how these can be used within a collagen shake to further boost either anti-inflammatory or support that HPA axis of that fight or flight stress responding mode. And both Becky and I use pretty much either one of those plus the collagen daily. I hope you will check them out. Go on over to furtherfood.com. Use the code RD at checkout. You will get 10% off and you get to let them know by voting with your dollar that them sponsoring us is a, a positive thing, that that's how you heard about them. So uh, please use RD at checkout. You'll save 10% and you will also get to experience what Becky and I feel is the best collagen on the market. Awesome. So before we bring her on, let's just give a couple more practical tips on how we can actually increase collagen levels in the body. So let's talk food sources and then um, nutrients that can boost collagen. Sure. So bone broth is the first go-to and uh, bone broth has... so. Collagen is integral to gelatin. Gelatin has collagen within it. It's just a gelatinized form, right? So you can kind of apply a lot of this uh, cross-purposed, uh, but collagen is going to be much more flexible, of course, as far as it can be used in cold beverages, but is not going to gelatinize. But bone broth is going to have both collagen and gelatin, as well as other nutritionally supportive compounds like and acetylcysteine to break up phlegm or mucus, especially in cold and flu season. Uh, we also know that bone broth can be a great support for our electrolytes because it's usually a nice salty broth. <laughs> and we know that it's also going to be a great way to support immune health, a little bit more therapeutic, providing L-glutamine, which is also a fuel source for our enterocytes or our gut cells. So bone broth would be my first whole food form of getting collagen in the diet. But, you know, the amount of extraction that you're going to get, if you're looking for these health supporting outcomes, I would really say that we'd want to focus on collagen peptides to be able to get a consistent gram amount. Would you agree, Becky? Because, you know, based on how many carcasses you use or how long you slow cook your, your bones, you're definitely going to get therapeutic outcome. But if you're looking for as far as osteopenia, osteoporosis, I would, I would probably use those peptides, which are going to be bioavailable and functional. And that's what we saw the research in. Much more concentrated and also just having that kind of gram for gram or, or scoop to gram ratio that you know is pretty consistent across a product versus you don't really know if it's homemade bone broth, you know, how much is actually in it. Yes. And then, you know, there's of course going to be synergistic whole foods that are going to help with this process of collagen synthesis within your body. So you're not just consuming it, but then how are you building, re repairing your collagen, right? So we look at glycine and this is again, one of the primary, we said glycine, proline, and hydroxyproline are the three primary amino acids in collagen. And just to shout out to that and the importance of it, this is in, as, as we said, kind of like when you would braise a short rib, if you're cooking bone in, skin on, if you're 
your, um, so like a chicken breast bone and skin on is going to have some of the glycine proline and hydroxyproline in it, whereas a chicken breast will not. And the big issue is as the American diet has become uh, away from the snout to tail consumption, meats themselves, just muscle fibers actually can have higher amounts of methionine and methionine will throw off your amino acid balance. This can cause more inflammation. It can increase your homocysteine levels. So this is where I'm concerned about if you're to do a very meat centric diet like carnivore, you have to incorporate bone broth, collagen peptides, organs, and then the sourcing of your meats shouldn't just be burger patties, right? You got to do like the ribeye with the bone in, you got to slow cook your short ribs, carnitas. These are going to be things that are going to pull that glycine, proline, and hydroxyproline proline, excuse me. And those are all essential. Yes. I'm really pleased to see some of our buddies like Danny Vega um, in the keto carnivore. He's yeah. it. Just starting to like add that stuff in. And he spoke at KetoCon um, and a good portion of his lecture was on the importance of incorporating organs and collagen and yes. bone broth. So big, big yes. props to you, Danny. <laughs> Much love always, brother. So um, beyond the meats, uh, we want I want to talk about some synergistic nutrients. Yeah. So I hit on vitamin C. So vitamin C is going to aid in collagen synthesis or formation. It's also going to reduce oxidative stress, which is going to be favorable in any form of if your body wants to build something, you need to reduce oxidative stress. Otherwise, it's in a pro-inflammatory repair mode, right? So vitamin C plays a big role in formation of synthesis, reducing stress. We want to look at citrus, uh, kiwi, strawberries, bell peppers, broccoli, kale, all good forms, and zesting the citrus fruit, a great way to low-carb add those bioflavonoids in. Or like I said, if you know you have a bone joint issue, you should be supplementing with the BioC+. Anthocyanins and antioxidants from our purple pigmented berries, like blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, uh, getting antioxidants from our herbs and spices like oregano, rosemary, cinnamon, turmeric, all synergistic within collagen uh, repair and collagen formation. And then getting a blend of nuts and seeds for uh, minerals like copper, for instance, that plays a big role with collagen synthesis. So sunflower seeds, cashews, uh, looking at even dark chocolate and hazelnuts. Sulfur would be another one that would be important. It both aids in that superoxide dismutase, glutathione peroxidase enzyme pathway, right, as a detox supporter. And this is where we think of like our alliums, like garlic, onions, shallots, leeks, egg yolks and cruciferous vegetables. And then in the B vitamin family, all of them are important, but B6 uh, would be a call out specifically. And this is going to be found in uh, chickpeas, meat, fish, and bananas as best forms. Okay. Awesome. And I just connected the dots that on my last micronutrient panel, I was low in B6, copper, and vitamin C. So beyond <laughs> just the impact of, of those individual Maybe nutrients. Your exercise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, probably need to add those guys on top of my daily collagen supplementation and, and am getting those in all of our synergistic formulas, but super interesting. <laughs> Yes. So before we bring Ashley on, let's hit the question yeah. that I get the most frequent yeah, col about collagen and it being a protein or yeah. not or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, especially for those of us who are doing dairy-free or can't tolerate whey, perhaps, um, we've heard kind of the buzz come up recently that collagen is not actually a complete 
protein. Um, so what does that mean if you're trying to use it as like a post-workout recovery or um, would you want to use something else instead or in addition to collagen to reap some of those benefits in terms of um, you know outcomes for uh, muscle mass gain and things of that nature? So this comes down to the fact that collagen is not a complete protein in the sense that of the nine essential amino acids, collagen is lacking tryptophan. So essential amino acids are, are protein compounds that our body cannot produce itself, okay? So we're getting all of the amino acids, exception of tryptophan in collagen, But to be fair, it is comprised of some non-essential amino acids that many people are still deficient in. So just because your body can make it, it doesn't mean that your body is in in an ideal balance of those amino acids, if that makes sense. So by collagen providing us that glycine, proline, alanine, and hydroxyproline, we're getting that offset of that excess, like I mentioned before, of methionine. So I think there's definitely still a place. And then, you know, all of this research that supports the mechanisms of action of collagen in its anti-inflammatory, tissue repair, structural health, and cardiovascular, and so forth. So I still would advocate for it, but but that's the why. Now, Tryptophan is quite uh, is available in any biological protein. To be fair, so as long as you are consuming poultry, beef, pork, fish, you're going to get tryptophan in your diet, um, and it's also going to be available in some nuts and seeds. Also available in banana as well. So if you're doing like my collagen zucchini uh, muffins, you're getting a complete protein in that because you're getting the collagen and the mashed banana and it's still keto, you guys in 12 muffins. Uh, so a good one to check out. And we'll link that for sure in the show notes. I'm not concerned though, uh, because again, if you are consuming meat, you're not going to be deficient in tryptophan. Uh, but with that being said, if we're looking at supporting more of like our branch chain amino acids after muscle heavy, heavy day of lifting or for tissue recovery repair on muscle fibers, I am significantly more in the camp of grass-fed whey for that focus. So I hope you don't not tolerate whey. And if you don't tolerate whey, it might be because it was an, a whey isolate protein and had other binders or fillers like guar gum or artificial um, sweeteners and so forth. So check out the naturally nourished grass-fed whey. It's non-denatured and it's going to have a whole array of antioxidants and immune boosting compounds while providing you a better delivery of the muscle recovery repair um, and also equal support of immunological and some gut stability. So I am a fan and camp of collagen and grass-fed whey within my protein powder game. And no reason you couldn't do both in a shake post-workout, just as an easy, quick delivery. Yeah, totally. All right. Shall we bring Ashley on? Yes. So I'll, I'll read her bio and we'll, we'll let it rip. So Ashley is the director of sales and marketing at further food. Further food is a women owned and operated food as medicine supplement company that creates expert approved supplements made from real food ingredients. Starting at a young age, Ashley battled with severe IBSC, which is a form of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation. And she's always been overweight after losing over 50 pounds, becoming an NAS 
M, certified personal trainer, and discovering the power of real food to foster a healthy lifestyle, Ashley slowly started the journey to heal her IBSC naturally. Ashley fell in love with the mission of further food and joined the founding team. Every day she feels privileged to do what she loves and honored to share further foods healing products with the world. Hey, Ashley, welcome to the Naturally Nourished podcast. Hi, Allie and Becky. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be on today. Yes, we're excited to have you because it feels like we're old friends. <laughs> it's so fun how the internet world works. And we met you a good two years ago now, I suppose, or a year and a half ago, I guess, at KetoCon in 2018. And then we've been working together. You guys have sponsored the podcast, as we know. I know you're a big fan and listener, and you were a sponsor of our Food is Medicine at the Farm event. And we've just had so much fun synergizing with you. Yes, we've loved it. So I've been a fan for a long time, and I'm so excited that we're able to further our partnership. Absolutely. So I want you to first share with our audience how did you first learn about collagen and, uh, you know, was that kind of your entry point into food as medicine or, or was it a first different therapeutic food? That's a great question. So before even joining the further food team, before we even had products, I was taking collagen specifically for my joints. I was a distance runner for many years and I had terrible IT band syndrome constant tendonitis, constant pain in my joints. And I noticed that the only thing that, that helped, um, that helped me run my two marathons was, was collagen. Um, and I was taking, before we even came out with our product, I was taking a collagen capsule. And I noticed that I had to take about eight a day. And I was like, this is, I can't do this. So I, <laughs> you know, I took about two or three, I would forget. And I was like, I wish there was a powder or something or a drink or just something nice and easy for me to be able to incorporate collagen more easily into my diet. And this was before the, the collagen craze, before everyone had collagen powders out there on the market. Um, so it was, yeah, it was like love at first sight with further food um, when the, the three founding women of the team, Lillian is our, our founder of furtherfood.com. When we first joined together, she's like, we have to make a collagen product. Our community wants it. And I was like, oh my God, I've been taking collagen for years. This is perfect. That's so awesome. I love it. And I can relate. I was a long distance runner <laughs> as well. I don't know why we ever did that to ourselves. No the idea. Only time I will run is if there's a wild animal behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that common with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Um, so Ashley, tell our listeners a little bit more just about kind of your personal story, why you do what you do and, and kind of how you synced up with further food. Sure. So a little background on myself. Um, for several years, I was actually, I was very overweight, um, very fatigued, um, not eating as healthy as I should in, in college and grad school. And I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with that. And then there was just one day I was tired and sick of yo-yo dieting and all the, 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 tra the trends and fads out there. And I ditched everything and just started eating healthier, moving more. Um, and I just fell in love with, with the concept of food as medicine. And it really hit home for me um, when I was at my most, when I was overweight and I went to my gastroenterologist and I was really, really tired of the cramping and the bloating and um, I didn't know what was wrong. And my gastroenterologist had a colonoscopy at age 23, 24. 
and he diagnosed me with IBSC and said, it's okay, just just take a scoop of Miralax mm-hmm. every day for the rest of your life and you're good. It has nothing to do with your diet. Don't need to make any lifestyle changes. Just do that and come and see me for a colonoscopy every year. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. So the combination of those two um, really led me to um, cutting out gluten from my life, going to my local farmer's market and picking my own fruits and vegetables as opposed to only from a grocery store and not eating out of cans. So really embracing this holistic lifestyle and it, it took some time, but within a year, things just started to fall into place and, you know, just eating more balanced and, you know, treating myself here and there, but being able to uh, really just get it all together. And it was because of food. So, yeah. I love that. And then how did you find Further? Was Further Food Community started or you formed it or, or kind of where, where did that part of the journey connect? Yeah. So I was actually at New York University and I'm an alum of NYU and I was working there full time and I was pursuing my second master's in food studies. And that was back in the day when Further Food was still looking for interns. We had no products. And I was like, I I love, I love their mission. I love that they're women owned and operated. I love that the company gives back to nonprofits around chronic illness. I was like, this is perfect for me. And that was still when it was a content site specifically. And as soon as I came on as an intern, I was really there helping making, make all these decisions to move products forward. And that's really, I got to watch the birth of the company and really how our, our products are helping heal people. So it was just such an enjoyable experience every day. I love that. And that's sometimes the best way. That's how I got in with Ali. I was like, can I be your intern? Can I follow you around? Can I, <laughs> when you love something and you believe in a mission, it's often like a really good synergy and, and look, look where it's gotten you today. Totally, totally. Um, Tell us a little bit about what makes Further Food different and special compared to all of the other supplement companies out there and specifically compared to a lot of the uh, collagen and gelatin supplement companies. Sure. So several things. Um, I'll keep it nice and short, but um, the first thing is really superior quality. Um, So we have very, very strong source transparency and there's just so many um, collagen brands and, and products that are popping up on the market. I see a new collagen powder or collagen peptide powder on Amazon pretty much every day. And it's, it's, it's very interesting because anyone can say grass-fed, pasture-raised, but we're very, very strict about making sure that we're sharing with people where we source our collagen from. So our grass-fed, pasture-raised, hormone-free, antibiotic-free collagen um, is sourced from Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay, with the strictest regulations. Our marine collagen is sourced from the skin of North Atlantic codfish, wild-caught, sustainably sourced. We know the kinds of nets that are used to catch the marine, to catch the codfish. So we're very involved in um, our our supply chain, which is super important. So because this is what people are putting in their bodies. So we, everything is manufactured in the U.S. We're in a CGMP, NSF certified facility. So we really take these things um, very, very, um, very carefully. So superior source and quality, first thing. Um, and because of that, our collagen is actually considered one of the most tasteless uh, collagen powders on the market, which is great because it's super easy to incorporate into anything, coffee, tea, smoothies, even water. Um, Actually, I have to interrupt you because my mom is a user of collagen and she's hardcore. Like I always, I incorporate collagen in recipes. I I will put it in my fat-fueled coffee. I will put it in a matcha. I will put it in a smoothie. I will put it in muffins, you know, all of the things. 
but I'm not someone that's just going to drink it in water. My mom is, um, she's just like, Oh, why dirty a glut? You know, like I already got my meals. I'm just going to slurp it down, which to me is honestly just not appealing. But she has said, Hey, Allie, since you started sending me, um, now it's been about a year plus that she's been using further food. And she goes, I don't have to plug my nose when I take it. <laughs> so I take oh, that's that. Great. That's so great. And that's exactly what we want. We, we want for people. We don't want people to feel like they have to choke it down. Collagen is something that you need to be consistently taking every day um, to see that the benefits long-term and your bones, your joints, your tendons, ligaments, all of those great things. Um, so that's so awesome to hear. So yes, we really pride ourselves on our, our source, our, um, our supply chain, our source transparency. And then we recently actually just relaunched all of our collagen products in 100% post-consumer recycled packaging. So something that's very important to the entire Further Food team and Lillian, our founder specifically, um, is being able to reduce plastic waste in the oceans. And as a supplement company, all supplements are essentially packaged in, in plastic to help reduce moisture in the containers. So we found a way of being able to use this PCR packaging, which is just so much more eco-friendly, reduces the carbon footprint, and actually repurposes plastic so it never hits the ocean. So we're really proud of that and super excited about that as well. So another little differentiator. Um, but at, it, at our core, our brand is just so different. So we were founded on the philosophy of food is medicine. So all of the products that we bring to market, we're super, um, we're super careful about what we bring to market and actually pretty slow about it. So our main products right now are our collagen peptide line. And then we have our superfood wellness boosters, our turmeric tonic and mindful matcha. And every single one of our products are approved and vetted by experts. Um, just the process is, is we, we take everything so seriously because we want to make sure that people are putting the highest quality supplements into their body. Love it. And, and the gelatin too. I mean, I guess that's within the, the realm of collagen, but yes, yes. we love your gelatin as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we are, and we're a women owned and operated company. So we're actually a certified women owned business now. So we're super excited about that also. Fantastic. So tell us what's your, so when you transition from eight pills a day or, you know, batting average of getting three of those in or whatever <laughs> to using collagen peptides in a powder form and then using a product that actually is palatable and odorless and tasteless with further food option, what do you, how do you like, are you hardcore like my mom? <laughs> do you like to just drink it down in water? How do you incorporate collagen in your daily life? And, and what are some of your favorite recipes or uses? Yeah. So I used to be such a routine person before I started a lot of my travel. So I used to have a smoothie every morning and I used to put my collagen right in the smoothie. Now that I, I travel at least twice a month, I've been on the road for several months now, really excited in July to not have too much traveling going on, which is awesome. Um, it really on the road, I, I put it right in my water, um, put it right into coffee. Um, but I really, really like to incorporate into food as well. Because I have IBSC, I really find that the collagen helps me with digestion of food and of fats and proteins. So I actually like to put my collagen either in a smoothie or in soup, actually. So I also like to experiment with recipes too. Awesome. And what about some of the kind of inspiring, I know you guys have a whole recipe section um, of the website. What are some of the, the highlights or um, some recipes we should be on the lookout for or trends of use of collagen or gelatin, like other places to sneak it in? Yeah. So it's, I mean, our, our website has over 2,500 recipes now and Allie oh contributes gosh. some amazing recipes, which is awesome. Yes. Um, I really, I, 
I don't know if I would spend the time making amazing baked goods, but the, the baked goods that people use collagen and gelatin for, we have gelatin cheesecakes, we have collagen pancakes. It's unbelievable how people experiment and get in the kitchen, which is exactly what we want people to do because collagen is a food. So we really want to take it back to these real food sources. Um, so I, I personally, one of my favorites um, is Ali's uh, gummies. So that's how I use the gelatin is I make gummies or I make jello for the, with the gelatin. We just did for Stella's third birthday, a dinosaur dirt cake. It was so fun. <laughs> and, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Uh, yes, three different versions of dino gummies. Uh, it's amazing how many silicone dino molds there are out there. <laughs> <laughs> I have now a plethora of, of di I think I'm only going to eat dino gummies now from now on. That's so cute. <laughs> Yes. Awesome. And then I just want to talk a little bit because of, so I love the gelatin and the cheesecake thing. And for you listeners in the anti-anxiety diet cookbook, there is probably one of my most excited recipes to share the beet, the beet powder cashew cheesecake. And I did use further food collagen and gelatin in all of my recipe testing. So I would highly encourage not only are you going to get an awesome price point and we love these guys, but if you want it to turn out like how it does in my household, that would be a good one up there. Um, let's just talk a little bit before we let you go, Ashley, about the uh, like incorporation of adaptogens and the birth of turmeric tonic and mindful matcha. I think they came on the market at the same time. Is that right? And About the same time. Yeah. Okay. And kind of just the, the drive of why you felt there was a need to bring those formulas uh, to the marketplace. Sure. Um, so I, I love I love talking about these because they're um, specialty crafted blends. So every single one of our our blends come to market with a master herbalist and registered dietitian and nutritionist that's helping to formulate um, these blends. So the turmeric tonic is actually my personal favorite because anything that reduces inflammation in your daily life is just awesome. Um, so the reason I actually, I love the turmeric and the, the, the matcha so much is because of these special adaptogens, like you were saying, Ali, that we've added in to really boost the superpowers of turmeric and of matcha. So our turmeric tonic has boswellia and shishandra berries. So the boswellia helps with pain reduction. The shishandra berry helps with immunity and the matcha, um, combines my personal favorite, ashwagandha, which lowers cortisol, helps lower cortisol levels, and cordyceps mushrooms, with help, which helps with endurance and stamina. So I really, really love um, the choice of adaptogens and superfoods in these blends, plus they are delicious. So the turmeric in particular, I've, I've always loved the flavor of turmeric, but I used to cook with it. And I never thought like, oh, I'm going to drink something with it. And turmeric, making my own golden milk was just Oh my goodness! It was such a process grating the ginger, um, I right? Cinnamon in. So this is all—it's um, really like golden milk in a jar. So it's super easy to use. One scoop. Um, I personally love it with almond milk right before bed. It helps with digestion. It just calms my whole body down. Um, so I really love these two blends, and we're excited for the line to evolve. Awesome. So exciting. So, and then we'll also share in today's show notes, of course, uh, links where you can purchase further food and a link to the blog where you can search by contributors. So yeah, you can check out all of the recipes that we've provided up for you guys, as well as information on your upcoming sugar detox that starts this August to kind of get people rocking for fall. Yes, we're so excited. It's the perfect reset after summer. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I always join our sugar detoxes as well because I'm like, I, I need this. Unless I'm traveling, <laughs> I join it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, so last question, Ashley, that we asked for every guest that we have on here. As being registered dietitians, 
what did you eat yesterday? <laughs> what was your 24 hour recall? So Sunday, if that helps, it's also a memory exercise. Perfect. Oh goodness. Thank goodness you were asking me about Sunday because Saturday I was at a show, a conference all day and there was, there was, there were definitely fries somewhere in, in my day just to survive the conference. So yesterday it was a really, really good reset. So I actually, I just had, um, I had coffee in the morning. I was like, I'm just going to reset my system. Um, and then my husband, he's an excellent cook. So he made ground turkey with ground rice for lunch. And then for dinner, what did I have? I had a, um, my favorite chickpea pasta with some grilled chicken. So it was a really good reset after um, being in Anaheim and downtown Disney and you know, eating whatever we wanted. So it was, uh, it was a good day to, to get back on track. Good, good. So awesome. Anything else you want our listeners to know about you or further food before we let you go? Oh, well, thank you so much for having me and uh, everyone for listening. For us at Further Food, it's really all about people telling their stories and really talking about the most, the best part of my job is to hear people's responses and the results. So if anyone's using Further Food products, um, email us at hello at furtherfood.com. That's my personal email. Um, leave us a review. We just love to hear how it's, um, these products are transforming your lives. So um, reach out to us so we can tell your story. And thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast. It's just such an honor. So it's a dream come true to be here. So. Oh, <laughs> well, that makes my day to hear. And um, so fun, Ashley. I'm sure we will be synergizing soon. Perfect. Thank you so much, Ali and Becky. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Nourished podcast. Visit our blog at AllieMillerRD.com for recipes, wellness tips, and food as medicine meal plans. Connect with Allie and Becky at AllieMillerRD on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, stay nourished and be well.